BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If you travel for work, you know to pack two suits, business and swim. You know with your Delta Sky Miles business Amex card, buying that plane ticket for a business trip can get you closer to medallion status. You know that a meeting in Montana means visiting almost every national park. Yellowstone? Check. Because you're the chief excursion officer. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know business. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hello and welcome to a Football Friday Live right here on the early line on SportsGrid and all across the SportsGrid network. That includes SportsGrid.com slash watch. Find your favorite destination to consume everything all across the grid. I am Ben Stevens. He is Donnie Wrightside. Three hours together on this Football Friday to get you set for the Sunday slate around week six in the National Football League and a monumental Saturday in college football Weekend number seven. DRS week number six of the NFL season already underway. Some chaos in college football in Big 12 country last night. And of course, it's not just a football Friday. And it's it's an October Friday, Friday the 13th, as we get ready for the championship series in MLB to pick up on Sunday into Monday as well. We are set, DRS. Four teams remain in October in the hunt for a pennant and a World Series championship. It's a Friday the 13th, and Michael Myers was out in full effect last night. If he pulled the mask off, it was Nick Castellanos doing the damage last night as we head into Red October in Philadelphia. This is what I love about Friday shows, right? I might have to stay up a little bit later sometimes on Thursday nights here, but the energy is still going to be brought to you guys because we know how big a weekend this is across the sports landscape. We're going to have the championship series this year in Major League Baseball just about to get underway. As Ben talked about, college football sensational. We're going to be out on the West Coast there, Pacific North west looking at that oregon washington game and then a full nfl slate that starts in the morning so my goodness if you want to get your rest in you better do it tonight people if donnie right side was up watching the phillies clinching out yes, to send them to their second consecutive nlcs you know it was a good thursday night of baseball and it will be a great friday morning live right here on the early line on sports grid so let's welcome in the radio audience sirius xm channel 159 all of our radio terrestrial affiliates now in the fold as well he is donnie i am ben and drs let's dive right in week number six of the 2023 national football league regular season kicking off last night in Arrowhead a divisional Mm. duel between two AFC West foes going in completely opposite directions the Chiefs are the Chiefs a five and one start for Kansas City with their 16th consecutive win DRS over Denver it wasn't pretty necessarily last night the total stays well under 46 and a half but KC picks up its fifth win of the year in six tries 19 to 8 DRS dominating over Denver laying 10 and a half points even covering by the hook yeah, a little spread drama to end that game, but it's pretty much we watched this all the way through and said, my goodness, Denver is just a bad football team all the way around. And shout out to Kansas City Chiefs. Look, they only scored 19 points in this game. It was a short week here. They covered the spread. This is un-Chiefs-like football, if I can use that terminology, from yeah. what we've seen over the past couple of years. It's usually easy on offense, and the defense gives up some points where it might get closer late. The defense now plays extremely well, and the offense is doing just enough to win football games. It's kind of impressive that Chameleon approach where it's like hey we can win any certain different way we need to even with Travis Kelsey hobbling around on the football field still able to get nine catches for 124 yards and also Patrick Mahomes going over 300 yards passing but the eye is not on Kansas City now it's the fire sale that is about to take place in Denver 
It is going to take place. It is going to be vast. Some familiar names that you have known in the Mile High City might not be wearing a Broncos uniform in just a few weeks. That trade deadline, by the way, it's Friday the 13th, is also pretty spooky. It's on Halloween, Tuesday, October 31st, around the NFL. DRS, Kansas City had held Denver scoreless late into the fourth quarter. A couple of field goals by Harrison Bucker, including one late that iced the game and made it two possessions, gives KC the cover of a 10 and a half point spread we'll continue to look at that game in just a moment but drs of course the focus on red october in philadelphia nick castellanos becomes the first player in mlb postseason history to hit multiple home runs in back-to-back games as the phillies knock off the braves for a second consecutive year in the nlds in only four games three to one drs the victory for philadelphia last night at the bank the phils are back in the National League Championship Series. Now, let me understand something about this series here. You're telling me that Strider was on the mound twice versus a bullpen game for the Philadelphia Phillies, and he was not the best pitcher on the mound. That is absolutely incredible here. But it just goes to show you, when you need superstars and high-paid players to step up in the biggest moments of a game, the Philadelphia Phillies, it seems like Bryce Harper's on base every single time here. Trey Turner, who struggled throughout most of the first half of the season, has been hitting the gas pedal. Another big home run last night. And Nick Castellanos, the first player in Major League Baseball baseball history in back-to-back games in the playoffs hit multiple home runs those are the guys you paid to carry the flag for the city and they did it big time here Acuna where was he nowhere to be found Matt Olson nowhere to be found in this series at all the Philadelphia Phillies superstars stepped up the brave superstars shrunk in the spotlight Listen, we will have the conversation about rest versus Russ in the new postseason format in Major League Baseball. Donnie and I don't really care. We think this format is fine. Perform on the biggest stages. That's what is the difference. Nick Castellanos said so on the diamond last night in Philadelphia. Playing as a member of the Phils, he is starting to recognize the difference from regular season baseball in the doldrum of 162 games to the intensity in action atmosphere of playoff baseball in Philadelphia is putting that on full display again two home runs from Castellanos last night following a game on Wednesday where he also hit a pair of home runs the first person to do that in the history of major league baseball postseason action the big thing for the Phils as well DRS despite being a wild card team the number four seed in the NL playoff bracket They will get to host the National League Championship Series against the Arizona Diamondbacks, the first ever meeting between these two in a playoff series. That NLCS set gets started on Monday. DRS, we mentioned a huge weekend in college football, but week number seven already underway. Chaos on a Thursday in Big 12 country, the Dana Holgerson Bowl against his former team in West Virginia. Now the head man in Houston, the Cougs looking for their first victory as a member of the Big 12 conference and DRS they found it WVU Garrett Green a 50 yard touchdown pass with 12 seconds remaining only for Houston to come down the field a Hail Mary into the end zone is tipped and caught by Stephon Johnson as Houston walks it off with a Hail Mary DRS as time expires 41 39 the Cougars winning outright as a two and a half point underdog it was an incredible finish. It certainly was. But my goodness, did you have to make it that hard? Houston, with under five minutes to go, you're oh. saying, hey, we've got a double-digit lead. It's never even going to come down to us needing a Hail Mary. Yeah, maybe West Virginia needing that. But sensational all over the place. We've seen it happen before. Knock the ball down. Don't knock the ball up in the air. You get a loss for that there. Big-time win on at home for the Houston Cougars. Wide receiver review around the NFL. T. Higgins saying yesterday it's looking, quote, promising that he'll be able to play Sunday in Cincy against the Seahawks. The Bengals, a two-and-a-half-point favorite. And DRS, Stephon Diggs is a very emotional player on the sideline. Was frustrated last week in London. Some people are calling him out again. Josh Allen saying, hey, lay off my guy. And Stephon Diggs is saying, thank you, Josh, for showing me that leadership. Elsewhere, DRS, the New York Rangers win their season opener as the NHL season is three is days young. Why is that what? in there? Who Because it's big, DRS. The Blue Shirts. No. They got to win. NFL reactions next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. If you travel for work, you know to pack two suits, business and swim. You know with your Delta Sky Miles business Amex card, buying that plane ticket for a business trip can get you closer to medallion status. You know that a meeting in Montana means visiting almost every national park. Yellowstone? Check. Because you're the chief excursion officer. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know business. A football Friday with week six of the National Football League regular season already underway. Kansas City DRS makes it 16 straight against the Denver Broncos. 16 consecutive victories for KC over Denver. The last time the Broncos outlasted Kansas City was back in the 2015 season. I think that was Taylor Swift's like seventh album. She's up to number 13 at this point because Swift was in attendance in Arrowhead in Kansas City on a Thursday night to see the Chiefs win and cover. 19 to 8, the final for KC. The offense not really fully in groove at this point this season, DRS, but the defense looks great. Russell Wilson looks terrible. Denver is a disaster. A fire sale is coming in the Mile High City. The total of 46 and a half stays under, and the Chiefs cover for the second time this year as a double digit favorite by the hook last night as a 10 and a half point favorite at home in KC, 19 to 8. I also want to start here with Steve Smith on the telecast last night. And obviously, I do respect a nice little grudge here where he's very upset with Jerry Judy just being another guy. Tried to bury the hatchet. Jerry Judy didn't want to bury the hatchet. So Steve says, that's fine. We're going to amp this up another level. The reason I'm starting there is not the bag on Jerry Judy and going back and forth with Steve Smith. It's just that what we actually thought Jerry Judy could have been coming out of Alabama, right? I mean, one of those surefire players that you thought would just take the field and be a dominant wide receiver for a decade in the NFL. And it just hasn't worked out. Like, you take a look at last night three catches 14 yards this guy was setting records at Alabama running up and down the gridiron and it seems like we can't even find him ways to get the football and all those young wide receivers I went I know Patrick went down for an injury but didn't you think about like two or three years ago saying wow look at this Sutton Judy Patrick they signed them all to long-term you know contract extensions figure that was going to be the triplets at the wide receiver position and nothing has worked out you trade for Russell Wilson and figure finally we got our franchise quarterback we're going to pay him a lot of money we're going to get good quarterbacking play on a Thursday night 13 of 22 for 95 yards one touchdown and two interceptions a QBR rating of 10 for a guy's ascension in to the Hall of Fame just a few years ago just seemed like it was an automatic here. And now you're saying to yourself, yeah. is he damaging his legacy at this point? That's where I wanted to start here. Because Kansas City, I like the fact that they won. They're 5-1. and one. If Travis Kelsey is dating, you know, uh, Taylor Swift in August, maybe they're 6-0 and oh at this point as she showed up opening <laughs> night. But the Denver Broncos right. are an absolute mess right now across the board. They actually got a decent performance out of their defense, and it didn't even matter. They got beat yeah. by double digits. As I said, Ben, the fire sale is coming for Denver. We're just going to watch the wait and see if it happens happens yeah drs i think that's the point right when you look back and react to this thursday night football game it's kind of how we felt on monday after the packers and the raiders hey we watched a football game this was the final result here's what it means for these teams oftentimes donnie and we'll do it on monday as we look back on a full sunday slate and there will be games in there that have more significance and give us a glimpse into the rest of the season this one went pretty much like we expected it to maybe a little bit even more uh, low scoring drs than you and i expected even though we both thought the under was the right side of 46 and a half 19 to 8 the chiefs offense not all that great they actually threw it more 
more than they ran it despite the wins last night in Arrowhead. Patrick Mahomes, 306 yards. His second 300-yard performance in the first six games for Kansas City. But, Donnie, we thought the Chiefs were going to win win comfortably they ice the cover winning by 11 19 to 8 as they drive down the field to make sure it wasn't a one possession game as Harrison Butker comes through with his third field goal of the night and that's pretty much what it is Kansas City's fine the offense will improve there's still a five and one football team despite some of those offensive struggles the defense under Steve Spagnuolo that normally DRS gets better as the year goes along December into playoff form in January has actually looked really good from the jump they held Denver scoreless up until about the six minute mark in the fourth quarter it's more about the unmitigated disaster Denver is and the sweeping changes that are going to be coming to the Broncos and you highlight Jerry Judy a first round pick 15th overall in the 2020 NFL draft he is going to be a guy DRS more than likely on the move Frank Clark he's probably getting traded some key members of this Denver side that you have known for this Broncos organization are probably on their way out in the next two two and a half weeks before that trade deadline on October 31st yeah, and also, we're just talking about midseason stuff here. At the end of the season, you're going to have to make a decision whether Russell Wilson is your quarterback or not and how yeah. much money that you want to eat to move on. And some, Oh, it makes a lot of money. Look, we've seen big-time quarterbacks on the move and eating a lot of dead cap money, in particular in Philadelphia with Carson Wentz. So if they want to get out from under it, they can do that and get that hard reset on their franchise and get a quarterback next year in the draft. But also, let's focus and shine again a little bit on the Kansas City Chiefs. Doing what you have to do. Nobody's going to apologize for winning and certainly winning ugly, right. which they did yesterday. And credit to Travis Kelsey, look, you can take a look at a team in the state of Ohio now where their quarterback has cleared the play, and he's not going to play again for a second straight week. And on a short week with a really bad ankle, Travis Kelsey is gutting out performances, including 13, 8.8 yards per catch, which included yeah. a long of 40 yards yesterday, saying, you know what? My team needs me out here, hobbling all over the field, but giving his best effort here. The Chiefs have a winning culture, and that's playing out for us here. Five and one, there's no stopping the Chiefs. And if you think this is like a bump in the road with their offense, it's probably only going to get better as these young wide receivers right. get more and more reps as the season moves along. So I do want to give some credit to the Chiefs, even though they're not winning like they used to in the past, pencil them in for 30 points. They're still winning football games and doing it in a different direction where now you can lean on your defense in Kansas City. Yeah. How about that? You know the offense is going to be there. You know Patrick Mahomes is going to be there. Travis Kelsey is there in DRS as soon as we got confirmation. Taylor Swift was going to be in the stands last night in Arrowhead. We should have bet the over on 65 and a half because, frankly, as we said yesterday on TEL DRS, that's a discounted number for a guy that normally has his receiving yards prop at least in the mid-70s, if not in the low 80s. And he proved that yesterday, nine grabs on nine targets, 180. 24 yards Isaiah Pacheco only 62 yards on the ground under his prop of 77 and a half but did have 36 receiving yards and over the last few weeks Rasheed Rice the rookie out of SMU for Kansas City has picked up a bigger role five grabs for 74 grabs excuse me for 72 yards on Thursday night in Kansas City and again Donnie this is where the Chiefs are Every year, we go through the offseason because despite continued success, we always try to think, is this the year the trend ends? Is this the year Kansas City is dethroned off its perch atop the AFC West? That was the first division game for Kansas City last night. The Chiefs now a perfect 1-0 against the AFC West, a division they have dominated. DRS entering the year, it was minus 180 for KC to win the AFC West divisional title once again as they had won it seven consecutive years entering 2023 following six weeks with a 5-1 and one record. There is Kansas City, minus 380, well on their way, it seems, Donnie, to making it eight in a row in the AFC West. Yeah, no doubt about it. They're the cream of the crop. They're the team to beat. And I thought this might have been one of those years where the Chargers are able to overtake them. Granted, there's a long way to go in the regular season. We'll see if the Chargers can do that. But the MO typically of the Chargers is blow games you're supposed to win. All the talent in the world just can't get over the hump. And there's Kansas City with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes who expect to win and now even expect to win ugly when not everything is working perfectly in their favor. It's still going to be that Chiefs division here. And it looks like as we talk about like, hey, look at all the AFC, or excuse me, the uh, American League Championship Series that the Houston Astros 
Astros get to. Kansas City's doing the same thing here, and they're hosting everything. If you want home field advantage, you got to knock off the Chiefs, get them in your own building so you can get a pathway to the Super Bowl. If you keep giving the Chiefs home field advantage in Arrowhead, they're going to continuously get to the Super Bowl and certainly win division championships. And that's why that minus 380 price is already important. You win your division, you are guaranteed to host a playoff game. If you do so with 12 or more wins, like Kansas City has pulled off in all five years with Mahomes as the starting quarterback in Arrowhead, you're probably going to be playing your most important games of the year in January in Arrowhead. And Donnie, we said entering last night that Russell Wilson wasn't really the main issue for this Denver Broncos team this year. But you said the QBR last night, 10.1, 13 of 22, 95 yards, a touchdown, and two interceptions. There are going to be sweeping changes to the Broncos, not just this year, but might set back that franchise for a few years to come. To October we go, Major League Baseball action. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. If you travel for work, you know to pack two suits, business and swim. You know with your Delta Sky Miles Business Amex card, buying that plane ticket for a business trip can get you closer to medallion status. You know that a meeting in Montana means visiting almost every national park. Yellowstone? Check. Because you're the chief excursion officer. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know business. Red October rolls on in Philadelphia for the second consecutive MLB season. The Phillies knock off the Braves in the NLDS to advance to the NLCS playing for a National League pennant. We look back on what happened last night in Philly in game number four at the bank. He is the right side. I am Ben Stevens. DRS Nick Castellanos makes Major League Baseball history last night. Two home runs in the second consecutive game. The first player ever in MLB playoff action to hit two home runs in consecutive games. Back-to-back games of multiple home runs, and the Phils needed it. Austin Riley got the scoring started for Atlanta. A home run off Ranger Suarez in the top of the fourth. Nick Castellanos responds. Trey Turner hits his second home run in as many games. And then it was home run number two on the night for Castellanos, the ceiling home run, the 3-1 victory for Philadelphia over Atlanta. And in game number four, DRS, the Phillies clinched their ticket to the NLCS. Yeah, incredible there. Nick Castellanos, by the way, if you can argue, he had four home runs in the past two nights, maybe none bigger than the first home run he had last night. Because if you remember, the Braves had the one nothing lead on an Austin Riley solo home run. You sort of get a little bit yeah. antsy. Oh, no, Strider's on the mound. He plugs that ball into left field. It's one the one You take that big sigh of relief here, and the Phillies knew that they were back in the ball game. and let's go. We can attack this guy. He's not a cyborg on the mound. We've gotten to him before, and they certainly did again. And shout out Nick Castellanos, because at the end of games where he seems to be getting the mic in front of his face it seems like a disdain towards the reporters asking him questions which included the reporter last night complimenting him hey man nobody's ever done this before and nick castellanos with a blank stare goes was that a question it was probably like he's either so locked in or so angry that has to talk to reporters i sort of get a kick out of that bank go ahead yeah go ahead 
Well, well, first off, you know, you take him away from the celebration on the diamond with his team, but Nick Castellanos just a fan of journalism integrity. Everybody knows, as you learn as a journalist, you don't just make a statement and expect a response from your interviewee. You have to ask a question. Nick Castellanos already has that in the bag. Maybe a future in broadcasting, Donnie, after his days are done. Two home runs last night, two home runs in game number Number three Harper had two home runs in game number three Trey Turner two home runs in games three and in game four DRS the long ball was working for Philadelphia and again for a second consecutive season they knock off the Braves in only four games in the National League Division Series deja vu and we heard the crowd DRS at the end of game number three on Wednesday evening at the bank chanting we want Strider and they got Spencer Strider last night seven innings of work for Strider not the worst performance you would ever see five and two-thirds excuse me for Spencer Strider last night gave up seven hits three earned runs all of them a solo shot he did strike out seven Donnie it's just the Braves offense scored a total of eight runs in the four games in the National League Division Series and it was the Phil's offense that used the long ball to their benefit that really the major difference here in the division series between these two NL East divisional foes. No, it's really what it comes down to. And also, if you watch the game early, the Phillies kept on getting runners on base and having traffic here, but weren't able to punch through. And then you got that Riley home run, and it just felt like, okay, Atlanta's back in the series here. See if they can hold on with Strider. But the Phillies just coming in, kept coming up in waves. And also, how big is that, right? You give up three home runs. They're all solos. But how big were they each time you came up? Nick Castellanos planted to give them that 3-1 lead, which, again, gave you that little breathing room. But even at the end of the game, you kept on seeing the big moments here for the Philadelphia Phillies where they came up and shine, yep. and the Atlanta Braves at the plate just kept coming up small. First and third in the ninth inning here, you're so close to flipping that lineup back over to give it up to Acuna and Albies and Riley all in a row. You couldn't even turn the tide there to get even one run across. And how about this? One of the biggest plays in this baseball game, which I think goes unnoticed right now because it technically didn't happen, you saw Kerry Kimbrell come into the game, throw a pass ball that got back to the wall, and Pilar on third base just didn't read it correctly he walks home easily and now the pressure really ramps up because it's a one-run game and just think of how differently yeah. that ninth inning might have played out if it was first and third at three to two instead of three to one you know as a pitcher you have some wiggle room here to make some pitches base hit here fly ball guy gets home it's okay we still have the lead it's amazing where the Braves missed so many opportunities to get back into the series as the best team in baseball but as it turns out once again the regular season is just a different animal. The Braves, as we know, weren't playing their best baseball down the stretch because they had clinched so far in advance. They were playing more for records and home runs and stolen bases as opposed to team wins here where the Phillies once again were locked in and the same fate happened. The Philadelphia Phillies eliminate the Atlanta Braves back-to-back -back seasons. And DRS, when you look at Spencer Strider, he started game one, he started game four, he recorded two losses, of course the Braves losing both of those games. They only gave him one total run of offensive support. In game one, it was seven innings for Strider, only allowed five hits, one earned, a run was scored on a fielding error by the Braves during that opening game of this set. Last year in Philadelphia, Strider got roughed up in game number three, two and a third five earned runs and a home run given up to Reese Hoskins but DRS in both of those games Ranger Suarez got the better of Spencer Strider and let's give Suarez some credit because as we saw last year DRS 14 and two-thirds in playoff action for the Phils on their way to a National League pennant stepped up huge in game number three of the World Series blanking the Houston Astros he had a 1-3-2 ERA last postseason DRS in eight and two-thirds here in the National League Division Series against Atlanta he only gave up one earned run a total of four hits, a 104 ERA for Ranger Suarez. You know Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola are going to lead the front line of Rod Thompson's staff, but DRS, if Ranger Suarez is that serviceable and that reliable in the biggest spots of the year, Philly takes all the momentum in the National League Championship Series against the Diamondbacks. 
And also, as you start to get into the longer series, you don't really want to have multiple bullpen games. I understand in a short series, you're trying to use your leverage and say, okay, every third day now we have Wheeler, Nola, and then we go Suarez. We'll see if he can get us through a few innings, then we'll piecemeal that bullpen. You don't want to do that in a seven-game series. Not because it can't be effective in that game, but you're saying, whoa, I'm going to burn my bullpen multiple times in a seven-game series? You can't do that. So what we're now looking for the Philadelphia Phillies heading towards the next series is you actually have three legitimate starters now. And starters by meaning I can get a good five innings out of this guy. Not, hey, let's get him through one or two times through the lineup. Maybe three and a third. We'll live with that, and then we'll go to our bullpen here. So you're going to have it lined up. You have extra time off. It's going to be Wheeler game one, Nola game two, Suarez game three, and away you go here. No more bullpen sessions here. You actually expect performances. And also, talking about Ranger Suarez, he now expects big performances. I went up against Strider as a sacrificial lamb twice, and my team both times came away with victories. Who's going to go up against? Brandon Fought in game three? He's going to be a favorite on the road in Arizona. That's how well he's pitching. And Dunning, we'll look at the National League Championship Series in just a moment. But we have some stats to show you, if we could bring that up right here. Of course, what Philadelphia did offensively, we have detailed numerous times already. Nick Castellanos making history. Bryce Harper, the most home runs ever in the National League Division Series in his postseason career. Trey Turner, this is why you got the guy from L.A. to step up in these biggest spots. And he certainly did. Austin Riley was the best player for the Braves, but the man that's going to win the National League MVP award after a 40-70 season, 40 long balls, 70 stolen bases, Ronald Acuna Jr., 0 for last night, DRS, a 1-4-3 batting average in this set, only recording two hits. And let's take what we see there offensively for Atlanta and make it the bigger picture conversation that you will hear all throughout baseball today and really sports media. The idea of rest versus rust. DRS, three of the four top seeds that earned the buys into the division series are now done. The Braves in four games against the Phils, both the Dodgers and the Orioles swept in their respective division series. And of course, we saw the four best teams in Major League Baseball from a win number perspective this year, as you include the Rays, the top wild card team in the American League, all get bounced DRS in the only series they played this October. Those four teams were the only four teams to win more than 90 games this year in Major League Baseball. The Braves the best, 104. Baltimore second best, 101. LA won 100 games for the fourth consecutive full season. Even Tampa DRS only one win shy of 100, finishing with 99. And all of those teams are now out after the only series they played. So, Donnie, how will you assess this new postseason format in MLB? Baseball is different than any other sport here, Ben. Coming down the stretch in must-win scenarios here, we saw the Kansas City Royals repeatedly take down the Houston Astros when the Royals didn't need that game and the Astros absolutely did. So if we're looking towards playoff baseball, I had to even it up, you leave it the same. It's a simple analysis. You play in the regular season to get that home field advantage so a deciding game is going to be in your building. And ask anybody anywhere at any time, would you rather play an elimination series or get walked into the next series where you're healthy, you're rested in front of your home crowd and also have the pitching rotation set up in your favor when the other team had to expend the rotation and probably can't throw their top two guys by the time they get to you here. It's an unbelievable advantage. I can't believe people are crying about you got to change it up in major league baseball go into the clubhouse of the atlanta braves now that their season is over let them digest the season in two weeks go hey guys we're going to give you 100 plus victories yesterday and you get a first round bye will you take it no let's be the sixth seed and go on the road repeatedly because obviously that's better that's ludicrous here you want home field advantage you want rest and you have limited chances for yourself to get eliminated you get a free pass to round number two that is the biggest advantage in sports not it off here knock it off DRS well stated my friend and I think that additional part of the conversation is well taken not only the rest to get healthier to set your lineup to set your starting staff you automatically advance deeper into the postseason where you need less wins to ultimately win a championship that should be a part of the conversation too more TEL next SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. 
by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. If you travel for work, you know to pack two suits, business and swim. You know with your Delta SkyMiles business Amex card, buying that plane ticket for a business trip can get you closer to medallion status. You know that a meeting in Montana means visiting almost every national park. Yellowstone? Check. Because you're the chief excursion officer. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know business. NFL week number six has already begun on a Thursday night in Arrowhead. The Kansas City Chiefs improved to a 5-1 mark this year, a 19-8 win over Denver. The Chiefs covering as a 10.5-point favorite. So what does it mean for the rest of the NFL Sunday slate? Let's go around what we are going to see this weekend, Donnie, in week number six. And a line that has been quickly on the move takes us to Cleveland, Ohio. The Browns host the San Francisco. 49ers of course Donnie San Francisco has been the best and most impressive team so far through five weeks of this NFL regular season in 2023 San Francisco one of the two remaining undefeated teams around the league San Fran and Philadelphia and Donnie early in the week we thought ooh. This might be a test for the 49ers on the road against a really good defense in Cleveland after all the excitement following Sunday night passed in Santa Clara. It was a five-point spread only in favor of the 49ers. And if Cleveland could rely on that defense fresh off the bye, this might be tight into the fourth quarter. Well, Deshaun Watson has not practiced since that bye week for Cleveland. Of course, Deshaun Watson was not out there week number four against Baltimore. And Donnie, what was once a five-point spread just a few days ago is now a nine-and-a-half-point number in favor of San Francisco. Yeah, and it's all led to the quarterback here. We know that's the most important, you know, position in sports, and you paid a lot of money, guaranteed money to your quarterback here. And to have him be cleared now for two straight weeks and this two straight football games here. And if you go back just a little bit in the past here for the Cleveland Browns, say what you want about Baker Mayfield. Probably was one in his best interest to shut his football season down when it looked like his arm was falling off his body. And this was his throwing arm here. But stayed out there, stayed the course, played with his boys, and ended up hurting him and costing him a job in Cleveland. I truly believe if he shuts it down midway through that season, he's still the Cleveland Browns quarterback at this point because you're not going to blame him for bad quarterback play or bad team play. What did you want him to do? He was hurt. But the simple fact of the matter is, again, I talk about being in the locker room. Joe Burrow for Cincinnati, he could barely move in the pocket for the first three weeks of the season. Do we ever hear about talk about, hey, you know what? Maybe it's best to shut you down. And even your superstar wide receiver is like, man, this guy can't move. I wish he would just get rested up. Joe Burrow's like, no, I'm the leader of this football team. As long as I'm alive, I'm going to be in that pocket here. And Deshaun Watson, and maybe their biggest game of the season and an ultimate measuring stick game where when you take a look at the 49ers' perspective, this was a spot they might get tripped up at. Now it looks like a bye week for the yeah. San Francisco 49ers as all they have to do is play mediocre football. They're going to come out of Cleveland with a victory. So this line is on the move, and for good reason, and just a lot of questions here on Deshaun Watson because if this game is ugly and they get blown out because Watson wasn't there because he was cleared two straight yeah. weeks in a row but just feels the need where he doesn't want to play, that's a tough look in the locker room that he's going to have to face for the rest of the season. And let's be fair in our assessment. We're not entirely sure Deshaun Watson is telling the Cleveland coaching staff, hey, I'm not playing. I got my money. See you guys later. But what Donnie is alluding to is Kevin Stefanski telling the media that Deshaun Watson was medically cleared for week number four against Baltimore, which was a huge game at home the third of six AFC North divisional contests for the Browns already in the opening month of the season and in the two prior home games DRS before week number four it was the Browns 
being dominant, holding their opponent to only three points at home, and the offense looked pretty good on the other side. In fact, in week number three, it was Deshaun Watson's best game so far in a Cleveland uniform. So we're not entirely sure what the conversations and discussions are. But because we're not entirely sure, Donnie, the status of Deshaun Watson being as uncertain as it is at this current juncture is wildly concerning because we didn't see him get injured in week number three. We weren't sure he was going to be on the practice report or the injury report for week number four until on Thursday afternoon of a couple of weeks ago at practice. Deshaun Watson threw the football a few times, went immediately to the sideline to meet with the training staff, and then it was, okay, he's medically cleared. He's going to be out there. He didn't play. Being medically cleared and functionally able to throw the football with your right throwing shoulder as a quarterback in the NFL are two different things, but it's a weird situation Donnie that if it couldn't be figured out in a bye week to rest up and get healthy early on in the year Cleveland's now got to play like week six through week 18 of this NFL season I'm concerned overall for Cleveland that this might be a bigger picture issue with Deshaun Watson and it's not just week four and now week six and two huge home games for the Browns it could be prolonged Yes, and I think you hit the nail on the head, Ben. Very astute here. You're taking a look at the coaches. You're supposed to cover for your players. That's your job as a coach in front of the media. So what he should have said and known better was Deshaun Watson, look, I I don't know if he's going to play or not. Hey, Deshaun, we think you're cleared. What do you think? I don't think I'm going to go, Coach. Okay, let me go meet the media here. What do you think about Deshaun Watson? Let me tell you right now, he's doing his best to get back on the football field. If you see the pain he is in during the week, you will understand what a warrior he is. You're not getting that. It also brings me back to last year with the contract demands in the same division of Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, where this was a love relationship between the head coach and the quarterback for a few years that also turned into an offseason that went, hey, by the way, where's Lamar Jackson? He didn't show up today. And Harbaugh would go, I don't know. Ask him, ask his agent. I have no idea what's going on. Uh-oh, there's a fracture there. There is a fracture in yeah. Cleveland. You're supposed to cover for your superstar quarterback at all costs, even if you don't want to. Let's let this play out and have some fun, but it's a good point you brought up where now we're going to start watching this with intense focus. If he doesn't play great football when he even does come back listen this is what we do right when there's not answers to our questions it leads to speculation but Cleveland is aware of that or at least they should be and if you have a nine game sample size that for large part DRS has been really mediocre on a guy you paid a 230 fully or 230 million dollar fully guaranteed contract over five years to do this That sets an organization back. Donnie, on the other side, quickly here, let's highlight the greatness that has been San Francisco this year, one of the two remaining unbeaten teams in the NFL, led by Christian McCaffrey. When we look at Run CMC, Donnie, we've had the conversation around that MVP price at 20 to 1, plus 160 to win the Offensive Player of the Year, a very, very, very short favorite after only five weeks. Last week, Donnie, against the Cowboys, 51 rushing yards, 27 receiving yards, 70 total for the line of scrimmage it was the only game this year that McCaffrey has had less than 85 yards on the ground or 119 scrimmage yards all season long and we thought that might be where the Browns could take advantage a really good defense against a San Francisco offense that has scored 30 or more points in all five of their wins Donnie not only the spread working heavily to San Francisco the total is dropping like crazy you could consider it a Niners team total it's 35 and a half yeah, we're taking a look at maybe some windy conditions there, about 15 to 20 mile an hour gusts, which may have an impact on that game, which would lead to believe yeah. that it means we're running there. But also, let's be honest with ourselves. Christian McCaffrey is a legitimate MVP candidate. But having said that, what's the goal for the San Francisco 49ers this year? Hey, let's have a great 17 games and McCaffrey win the MVP or Brock Purdy win the MVP. Or would we rather win a Super Bowl? I don't know how much longer you can go with Christian McCaffrey. Does have a lot of issues in the past, Ben, of actually staying healthy, giving him 25 touches a game and not evening out that backfield. It just makes sense here. But having said that, looking at this game this weekend, a 35 and a half, you're not expecting a big offensive outburst here for the Cleveland Browns. We know the Browns have a good defense. Maybe you do play a little bit tighter to the vest and say, guys, we got to score 17 to 20 points in this game. I don't know if Cleveland can get the 10. Let's walk out of here with a victory because that's what makes the most sense. But you do need a bounce back performance from McCaffrey. And I think anybody in the league would say, hey, give me 50 yards on the ground and a touchdown every week and I'll sail right along and get a big contract. 
contract here. But there are bigger things on the horizon for McCaffrey. I'm just waiting to see if Kyle Shanahan is still full go in this type of game by saying we have to give him 30 carries or 30 touches. Spread it around. You don't need to run him into the ground in a game that you're favored by 10 points, and we're not thinking Cleveland's going to put up a big-time offensive effort either, Ben. Staying in the state of Ohio, DRS, a big game in Cincinnati. The Seahawks yep. fresh off a bye as well. Dropped their opener against L.A. They won three straight entering their bye. Seattle is 3-1. and one. The Bengals for a second consecutive year following five weeks are 2-3. and three. Donnie, last year for Cincy to get all the way back to an AFC championship game, the Bengals won 11 of their final 12 regular season games, including the last eight of the regular season. Can Cincy go on another run like that? We'll find out Sunday a two-and-a-half-point spread for that first game, potentially in a big run needed for the Bengals as they are favored at home against Seattle. This is why the hot takes are so great here early in the season because I'm burying the Bengals already. And I'm like, ah, I can't. After that right. Tennessee game, it's over. And then you watch a game against Arizona and remind ourselves, it's Arizona. It wasn't the 49ers. It wasn't against the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Chiefs, the Bills, right? It's one of the lower drag teams here where it's like, whoa, Joe Burrow can move. Looks like he can still fire downfield. Jamar Chase is still invested in the season. He's dominating. Now T. Higgins is coming yeah. back. You're at home against Seattle. You can get a 3-3 three and three record. Baltimore blew a game last week, which would have extended their lead in the AFC North. And all of a sudden, Ben, we find ourselves buying back in to the Cincinnati Bengals. This, for me, yep. again, it shouldn't be a measuring stick game, right? We know the Bengals are good. They've gotten Super Bowls. But it's like, let me see it one more time. Let me see Joe Burrow move around. Let me see Joe Burrow in a scramble for 15 yards in a first down. Let me see Jamar Chase get open deep and Burrow throw a 65-yard missile that hits him in stride. I want to be back to believe in the Cincinnati Bengals, but I need to see it again this weekend. And by the way, 44 and a half to 45s and, you know, across the board here as a total. Am I missing something here? Like if Burrow is back and Higgins is playing, we got weapons on both sides here to get some points in this game. But the point premise here in this one is, is Burrow really back? I got some good vibes yeah. last week out of him, though, Ben. I did. DRS, I agree with you about that total perspective, by the way. Both teams allow 23 points yeah. per game. Cincy has not been great defending the rush, and that's where Kenneth Walker III enters for Seattle. The Bengals, the second-worst rushing defense in the National Football League, giving up 154 yards per game on the ground. Of course, two playoff teams a season ago. The Seahawks have an updated win total of 9.5, a minus 150 postseason price to see the playoffs once again. The Bengals still a plus-money postseason season price and Donnie for the two-time defending AFC North champions they have the longest price of the four teams in the division plus 470 right now on Cincinnati speaking of divisions speaking of two divisional front runners Donnie there are two games only on this Sunday slate week number six that feature a matchup of two teams with a winning record in both might surprise you just a tad. We start in Tampa. The three-in-one Buccaneers fresh off the bye. In first place in the NFC South. Host the four-and-one Detroit Lions. Well in command of the NFC North. And Donnie, these two teams will face off in Tampa on Sunday. And again, we said it, Donnie, after the opening night in Kansas City when Detroit stole the first game of the year. The Lions were an underdog then. They're not going to be an underdog much longer a three-point road favorite in Tampa on Sunday. Yeah, Detroit should be respected, but also you're getting some rest for Tampa Bay. But here's the key ingredient, Ben. Love to check out the Friday practice reports because you're going to look on both teams here. I'm on Ross St. Brown. Are we good to go for Sunday? But more importantly, from a Tampa Bay Buccaneers perspective, Mike Evans, who's a dominant wide receiver who had that hamstring injury. They had the bye week last week. Yeah. He practiced lightly on Thursday. He's going to try to give it a go Friday. But if he's not 100%, that is going to hurt. We've seen Detroit, without their best weapons technically here, still being able to win football yeah. games and look fluid on offense. I expect a good outcome. Al come here for the Detroit Lions on the road specifically if Mike Evans can't go advantage Detroit this is a new world we're living in Detroit is a valuable team on the road laying point say it ain't so how about that the Lions wanted these opportunities. Man. Here they are. They're not biting kneecaps anymore. They're on no. the up looking down at people. A favorite now nine times under Dan Campbell. Six and three, both straight up and against the spread for Detroit. More around the NFL next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. If you travel for work, you know to pack two suits, business and swim. You know with your Delta Sky Miles Business Amex card, buying that plane ticket for a business trip can get you closer to medallion status. You know that a meeting in Montana means visiting almost every national park. Yellowstone? Check. Because you're the chief excursion officer. It's why you're a Delta Sky Miles Platinum Business American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know business. Hour number one of a football Friday live right here on the early line on Sports Grid coming to a close. He's Donnie. I am Ben and DRS. As we said, only two games on the Sunday slate that features a matchup of two teams that both have a winning record. We talked about the Lions and the Bucks, a matchup of divisional front runners in Tampa on Sunday. How about a matchup DRS elsewhere in Florida in Jacksonville that will decide the top spot in the AFC? South the Colts are three and two Jacksonville is three and two but only one and two stateside a perfect two and oh across the pond in London now back in Duval County and speaking of Jacksonville Florida not the favorite place Donnie for Indianapolis the Colts haven't beaten Jacksonville in Jacksonville since the 2014 season of course Gardner Minshew gets the start for Indy the Jags a four and a half point home favorite and by the way, take a look at this game. Like, oh, no, Anthony Richardson's not going to play in this game. Well, you're not really getting a bump here for Jacksonville because Gardner Mitchell's going to play. who's a quality backup. who's already won on the road this year against Baltimore. And let's go back and check. Did Gardner Mitchell used to play for the Jacksonville Jaguars? Would love to go in there oh. and get a victory off them in their own building. And let's not forget about it as well. Do we now have a two-headed monster in the backfield here for the Indianapolis Colts with Moss and also now tag teaming with Jonathan Taylor? Watch out for those Colts. And as I gas them up, yeah, I'm taking the Jacksonville Jaguars in this game. It's time to put your foot down as the best team in this division. You better win this football game, Jacksonville. So there, gassed up one side and faded the other one there. So there you go. I really thought that was going to be the money line underdog for the pick six to end out our number three. Flipped it right on its head, and Donnie, that would be a monumental win for the Jaguars. Back to a minus 120 odds on favorite to win the AFC South title. Those odds would grow even stronger in Jacksonville's favor with a victory over Indianapolis to improve to four and two. Gardner Minshew has played in some big spots for Indy this year, filling in for an injured AR against Houston, 19 of 23, 171 yards, a touchdown. That was a win. He has played in all three wins for Indy this year. Hour number two starts in 55 seconds. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If you travel for work, you know to pack two suits, business and swim. You know with your Delta SkyMiles Business Amex card, buying that plane ticket for a business trip can get you closer to medallion status. You know that a meeting in Montana means visiting almost every national park. Yellowstone? Check. Because you're the chief excursion officer. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know business.